Welcome to System and Soul, the podcast focused on the human energy that runs your business. I'm Chris White, along with my co-host, Benj Miller. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. Jake, drop that beat. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to System and Soul. And uh, I'm really excited. Uh, today, we have Jennifer Zick, the CEO founder of Authentic Brand. Hey, welcome, Jen. How are you? Hey, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. It's just a pleasure to spend time with you. Well, likewise, we've known each other uh, several years now, and I really just appreciate, you know, that relationship. And it was it was started and founded in business, and now it's blossoming into all the other stuff we're doing together. So you've, you've been very, very helpful and beneficial for us too. Um, you know, I, I wanted to have a conversation with you today. I've always appreciated your perspective on things. And, but specifically, you know, you just finished your System and Soul podcast series and you had six wonderful guests, six different topics. And if you haven't heard or listened to any of those, everybody, you're going to want to go back and check them out. But now that they're done and they're out there, Jennifer, I wanted to just come full circle. What was that experience like for you? Well, first, Chris, it was really humbling and it's such a blessing that you and Benj, who have established such a great uh, followership on your podcast, that you would lend me your microphone and trust me um, to create content that would be helpful to your listening audience. So um, it was an honor and a privilege, and I hope I delivered the, the energy and insights that your audience has come to expect. Um, it also was a little bit of a, a nurturing of a seed in my heart. Um, eventually, I'd love to have a podcast of my own, but this isn't the year for it, given all my other commitments. So thank you for letting me play on the playground a little bit. I loved it. You're natural. I mean, look, if you, I don't know what you needed to prove to yourself, but yeah, you should definitely have a podcast. You were <laughs> Thank you for that vote. And it was so wonderful to hear from friends, new friends and old friends who are <laughs> devoted listeners to the System and Soul podcast. Um, and just to hear from them that they appreciated the content. And so it was a fun, it was an absolutely fun uh, project for me. So thanks yeah, for that. It, it was fun for us too. And um, it was an experiment, right? We We were just trying to think of something clever and how can we how can we, you know, help our strategic partners, you know, in, in that way? And so it was really fun. And it was fun for me to kind of sit back a little, right? Because I didn't play an active role. I just got to be a listener. Did you get and, to sit back and like take a break and take a breath? And Well, it's not like I wasn't working on other stuff. That's for sure. <laughs> With this startup system and soul. But it was, it was, it was really fun for me. Um, you know, and and let's just, you know, hearing your your guests you know, they're subject matter experts. And, you know, I'm always just looking for that, you know, one nugget or whatever it is, right. But they were, they were fun. They were entertaining. They were insightful. They, some went a little deep, like, oh, that's good. I got to write that down. Right. Yeah. Hard to do when you're driving. So I don't recommend <laughs> trying to do that. I've been guilty of that, but I'm glad it was a positive experience. And it was for us too. And we really, you know, we got to um, do something different. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, our philosophy really, like, you know, system and soul, look, the, the earth is continually spins on its axis, right? Yeah. It doesn't stop. And I look at that and apply that to what we're doing in businesses. And we should be, you know, we're, we're, we should be 
learning, you know, animals. Not everybody is, and, and that's okay. But, you know, I know for us and our network and the people we hang with, we all devour information. We love to read and we love to listen to podcasts, gain new perspectives and all that. So I don't know where I'm going with all that. Needless to say, it was fun. I enjoyed it as a listener. Um, and I got a lot of good stuff out of it. So thank you for playing, wow. <laughs> for a lot, letting us do this crazy idea. And you know what? The, the data is there. It, it was wonderful. Like people were, were listening in and holding on to longer. So, you know, that's what we're trying to do is just deliver good content that's helpful to these people in their businesses, whatever that may be. Well, and I think the, the big story in that collaboration, Chris, is not only did we together create more great content for your listeners, but we lived what you and I and Benj all value, which is collaboration and a, a mindset of abundance that I really have always believed that when we link arms with people who share our values and see the world with the same open eyes and open heart, we yeah. all go further faster together. And I appreciate that you and Benj are those people that your entire team is made up of coaches who are those people who say, you know, this platform that I built out of grit and, and blood, sweat and tears right. is a vehicle to serve the world. And if there are others who can help me serve it as well, then there's a place for them there. I yeah. really appreciate that about you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So I'm going to transition here a little bit. And uh, um I'm just going to kind of hit you with some questions and you can tell us what comes to mind. But, you know, at System and Soul, you know, we, we are 100% focused on getting the people in our clients' organizations in sync with their systems, right? Their operations. Right. And giving both sides of the business our attention. So I'm going to go to the soul side of the business. And here's my question. Okay. What are you doing? for authentic brand, nurturing authentic brand soul in 2022. I so appreciate that your organization focuses on both sides of the organization because you can't do well with just process without heart behind it. So for any listeners who don't know me, let me just quickly introduce myself as the CEO and founder of Authentic Brand. And what we do is provide fractional CMO services to growing businesses. So my team of brilliant executive marketers become marketing leaders for growing businesses on a part-time contract basis. And I've had the good pleasure to fire myself from most of the jobs in my own company at this point. So I am, at as of today, I'm the CEO and I'm still the head of marketing for my own company. Um, and when it comes to the soul and the health of authentic brand, I can say what I think a lot of business leaders and owners and executives feel right now, which is after the last two years, I'm pretty tired. You know, there's been a lot of pivoting. There's been a lot of like drumming up the energy and the belief and carrying the team along and change management every single day on proportions we've not seen before. And then carrying our clients and our partners on that journey. Like it's been a major lift. And I recently heard a business advisor share in my Vistage group that a, a small statement that has really stuck with me, which is the leader brings the weather. I'm responsible in my company to set the weather every single day and doing that with a team that's distributed between in-person and virtually is a pretty big and very important role. Yeah. And so the thing that I've chosen to do this year to help bring the weather is really giving myself some rest. 
So my company is celebrating five years in business this March. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been five years of heart and soul and, and blood, sweat and tears and all that goes into that. And so I've let my team know that in September, I'm taking the month off as a sabbatical. And I'm saying it now on your show as something people can hold me accountable to. Um, I need rest so that I can bring positive energy back into my business. And I've hired good people that I can trust to run this business. So that's what I'm doing. I love that. When one of the things that I started doing a long time ago um, in in sessions with clients was uh, sort of setting the emotional temperature at the beginning of the day. And just simply, you know, we do our check-in, right? And it's real simple. Just tell me with one word, how do you feel this morning, right? Mm -hmm. And that just gives them a platform and permission, hey, I don't know, something terrible could have happened, you know, over the weekend, uh, you know, God forbid a family member passed, you know, whatever life happens, right? And when I, when I come into a session, I just want to set the emotional temperature because we are not all dealing with the pandemic in the same way. Yep. Extroverts, introverts, pressures at home, school, just the whole fucking mess, let's be honest, yeah. right? <laughs> so I just start with saying, hey, just tell me how you're feeling. Because that's going to allow everybody to hear, well, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. What, there's, like, like, that's being vulnerable, right? If you actually, you know, I'm tired. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Because, you know, in order to nurture the soul, we also have to protect the soul. And yeah. you got to give it time for recovery, right? So that's what you're doing. And I really applaud you for that. Because, you know, not enough people, and uh, entrepreneurs, right? We all put our blinders on head down and we plop and we get after it. Right. And I know for me personally, you know, that was me as a first time entrepreneur, all those years ago, I just like, okay, blinders on head down and go, go, go. I never came up for breath. Mm -hmm. I just kept going, grind, grind, you know, that catches up to you. It's not sustainable. We all know that. And you know, of course, for a guy like me in my young days, well, I'm invincible. I just keep going, work through it. You'll be fine, right? Yeah. Um, but you do reach a point where enough's enough. So I'm really glad that you're doing that. That's going to nurture your soul, and your soul is going to nurture your company's soul. That's exactly right. And so that's a, that's a really good uh, uh, clarity break, right? Yeah, an extended clarity break. Yeah, it's my yeah. goal to be out of my inbox for a month. So. I, and I gave myself enough time to really mentally gear up for it. It's not next month. It's all the way down in September. I'm like, by then I can be ready to, to be away for a month. Well, look, you're in year five, which yeah. is a pivotal year, as we all know, in starting something from scratch. We all know the stats of failure, and you're beating those stats. Um, but the I, I, I'm sure you're probably not 100% comfortable leaving for a month. Oh, not at all. It takes me right? far outside my comfort zone. Far. It's way outside. <laughs> but the, the fact that, that you're doing it tells us one thing. Um, you have trust. Yes. And trust is something you have to choose. You have to choose to trust the yeah. people. You have to choose. I mean, just today I had to choose to trust my teenage son who wanted to go snowboarding at the hill. There's a storm coming in. I'm like, here's the parameters. And I'm going right. to trust you. <laughs> And we're going to work through this. It's hard. 
trust is hard. And, and whenever you choose to trust, there's a chance that you might be disappointed or hurt. Um, but if you can't trust, you're bearing the burden of all of it on your own shoulders. I just, yeah, which, you know, which is not you down like that. Yeah. And, and it's not scalable. If you want to build a business, if you want to build a life, right. You have right. to trust the people around you. Yeah. And put yourself good out you. there. Mm -hmm. good, good for you. Um, okay. I'd like you to think about three things that you sort of those things that are still circling around in your head and maybe, you know, you haven't landed on them. I'm going to say, what are those three things that are swirling around in your head? And let's, let's start with number one. What are you dealing with right now? What are you seeing out there? Oh my goodness. Well, there are things I'm seeing inside my own business and there are things I'm seeing out in the world. What's more okay. interesting to you, Chris? All right. Well, let's, uh, well, they're both interesting to me. You know that, but let's go outside. Cause I'd like our, I'd like our listeners, you know, to hear your perspective. Cause I know you sit back and, and you pull back a little bit and you survey the landscape and from, from a CMO's perspective, what, what are you seeing that our entrepreneurs are dealing with? Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to share my perspective. And you're right. I get the advantage of seeing through the lens of an entire team of CMOs that work with our clients across all industries and regions and businesses of a lot of different shapes and sizes. And I also have the advantage of being the founder and the host of integrator community for those second in command leaders of entrepreneurial businesses. And we have, you know, a thousand integrators around the globe who participate in our meetings and I get to hear what's on their mind and their issues list. And so from my vantage point, one of the things I'm seeing is that um, almost every business in some aspect or another is going back down to the bare essentials of their go-to-market strategy. You know, through all of the changes our world has seen in the past two years, there's not a single industry that hasn't felt the ripple effect of the pandemic and how it's impacted talent, uh, material goods, emotions, <laughs> cultures, all of those things. And so even for businesses who've had a rock solid purpose for existence, their why is firmly in place. The things that have shifted have caused their, their who, their what, and their how to change. They're, they're in a new, we're all in a new world and we're right. not necessarily selling the same thing in the same way to the same people. Sometimes unintentionally, we've had to shift that go to market because our previous market no longer exists. And sometimes We've embraced this disruption to say, now is the time for the pivot we were hoping to make right. three years ago. This is our moment. There's dust in the air. Let's grab some particles and make something new. So I think every business everywhere is, is taking things back, to, or they should be, but many are in the conversations with us, taking things back down to the bare bones and the fundamentals. And they're starting over with yeah. their go-to-market plan to say, okay, here's our why and our purpose for existence. Right. Now let's re-articulate our who, our what, our how that's going to fuel next level healthy growth for our business. Yeah, that's really good, you know, because even some of my clients, their purpose changed a little bit just because of the how they were impacted. And some of their pivots might have been micro, but I'm, I'm thinking of one where it was a major pivot and decision to shift lanes right that was yes. a, that was a big deal but they were they were they they were being this is what i'm seeing as i listen to everything you said those that are being realistic about their situation yes are having open candid conversations about yes. the impact and whether or not to pivot and and, and yes. so i'm i too am seeing a lot more 
in-depth conversation around that because yeah. okay, if we're if we know who we are, like we know our identity, we know our ethos, we know our purpose. Good. All right. Now we can if we're staying with that what opportunities do we need to be discussing and or you know on a weekly basis just keeping it in there and grinding it out until you land land on something and and to come back to the basics is a great way i love when you said that because that's really what they're doing is they're reassessing okay let's go back to the basics we know our why okay we're rock solid we're cool we know who we are you know, like the ethos of our organization that hasn't changed all right cool then let's go over here and let's have this these new discussions um, to to go deeper and expose whatever it is. Yeah, and any mean. business that is protecting their 2018, 2019 go to market strategy like a sacred something is right. going to lose because their competitors are getting creative and innovative and are saying besides our life changing purpose for existence, everything else is up for grabs right now. Everything else is is open to re restructure, right? And, and the reason that clients are finding a lot of confidence in working with authentic brand with as our, our methodology approach to the work we do as marketers has always been rooted and grounded in purpose first, and then the audience and the brand and the message right. and the experience to support it. And eventually down to the tactics, right? The world is no longer safe. It's no longer safe to take that same go-to-market strategy, rinse it and add a new tactic to it. Or it's not safe for that. Like we need right. to be willing to lay it on the altar and say, how do we, within this new world, with the, with the landscape as best as we can see it, because it's still yeah. not fully clear, right. how do we anchor to our purpose and stay nimble enough to embrace the opportunity and be comfortable with the chaos? Um, Have you found like, you know, and I think of, uh, you know, some people will be like, yes. Others will be like, oh my gosh, Jennifer, Sorry. no. Like, how, how are you getting those mindsets to come over, you know, yeah. to, to real, it's, to me, it's about reality, but that's another yeah. discussion. Well, every organization has a different appetite for change right. and the pace of change and the uh, speed, the, the speed and the investment in that change, right? So, some of our clients are very willing to be uh, moved in new directions and they have the funding and the fortitude and the appetite for that. And yeah. other clients are saying, you know, we want to do this gradually and manage against risk while also building into new spaces. And you know what? We have to respect the culture we find ourselves in. We become the head of marketing within a business that has a culture and has a value system and has a certain appetite for risk and investment. So yeah. we work within the parameters of who they are. Uh, but we don't um, miss the opportunity to help them see new opportunities as well, yeah. right? We're not going to show up and just be yes people and let the let the culture and the way things have always been dictate what our role is. Um, yeah. We're hired to be both an outside perspective and an inside leader. And we have to bring that outside perspective and speak the truth because we care. And because right. we can see from an outsider's vantage point where some of the opportunities are. If you're running a business, I've got something for you. Whether you're running System and Soul, another framework, or you've been listening for a while and you know you need to be doing something. You have spreadsheets everywhere with different 
priorities, different objectives, different to-dos, an org chart somewhere. It's messy, it's hard to track, and it gets abandoned over time. We know because we've seen it and we've been there. That's why we've created S2Sync. It's all in one app for your business, from communicating the big picture all the way down to the actions that your team needs to take and the things they need to focus on. We're gonna give you a customizable platform to track, store, and collaborate with your teams as you implement your business framework. So never miss a beat. Inside S2 app, you can build out your long-term vision in the S2 roadmap. You can track weekly and monthly KPIs for your team and individual members on your custom scoreboard. You can organize and outline quarterly objectives with all of the important details, assign ongoing actions, keep a list of your important obstacles, opportunities, and updates you need to discuss in your weekly sync team meetings and so much more. You can access your free trial of the S2 app today. Just go to s2sync.com. That's S2, the number, S-Y-N-C.com. We're going to switch gears. And you, you, I wrote down something that, that you said, and I want you to kind of expand on it. But in our conversation, we're going back and forth. And you were, you said... You know what, Chris, it's about finding the trade-offs. And I wrote that down because we didn't have time to explore it. So now we do. Yes. <laughs> Where were you going with that? Yeah, well, this this was something I was thinking about on my drive into my office this morning. I was reflecting on last week in my place of work. Last week, we had the opportunity to gather a handful of our core operating team who are based here in Minneapolis and go visit one of our new clients who also happens to be based here in, in the Twin Cities metro area and spend half a day on site with them, touring their facility, learning about their product, celebrating our partnership. And, and I got to put a little spin in there with some gift giving for my clients of their awesome products, all of that. But I came away from that really rich, relationally intensive day. And I thought, wow, we're living in a time where we really need to explore what and, and, and thoughtfully explore the trade-offs between the comfort and convenience many of us have come to experience with virtual work yeah. and the true connectedness, the human relational connectedness that really can only happen when you're in person with someone and you have the margin to have a happy hour and learn about their children and their families and their history and get to know a person outside of the context of a meeting. And so on one hand, I even wrestled with this. I'm an extrovert and I love spending time with people, but I had to drum up a lot of energy and buy-in to say to my team, we're going to spend a half a day doing this. But I really believe that the return on that investment has a multiplier effect that when we can find those places and those ways to carve out real connectivity with people, um, there's dividends there relationally that you just can't get through yeah. a virtual experience. And so I feel like we've all been trying to... <laughs> I, I can only speak for myself on this. I feel like I have been trying to swallow the pill that's been forced into my hand, which is we're going to do business virtually from here on forth, basically. And it has never gone down well for me. But it also doesn't go down well for me and my virtual team that are spread across the country to say we're always going to do things in person. That's no longer realistic. So now I'm settling in this space of where are the trade-offs? When and how does it make sense to create those in-person connections? How do we get the most richness out of those moments because they're not going to be as frequent as they used to be well so when's the last time you you did a visit like that 
with a client. Oh my gosh, two plus years ago. I've had a couple on-site sales conversations or, yeah. or local awards events that we've been able to fit into the last year. And that, those have been wonderful. Um, but I mean, like you and Benj, I consider close friends of mine at this point and we still haven't met in person. Right. And I think that's weird. <laughs> right. Well, it, We're going to yeah. fix that. <laughs> The whole thing is like, it's crazy, weird and fun and cool. <laughs> but yeah, like that, we, we I, my personal opinion, the day that we actually don't have that human connection, I don't want to be in business. Right. Well, and I, I really believe like coming back from that experience with our clients last week, I was literally just overflowing with joy and energy. And I'm like, this is how I used to work. Right. right. And I miss it. And I think we're doing ourselves an injustice to pretend that we're all okay, just like working from home, not seeing people. And we're going to make up for it in the other spaces in our world with relationships with our neighbors and our, you know, the, the people who go to my kids sporting. Like those are important relationships. But I don't know if everybody feels like I do, but one of the the greatest part of the work I've done in my career has been the friendships I've made and the true relationships forged yeah. along the way. I just don't think that can be replaced. And I don't think work can have the same kind of meaning if we don't have real relationships and real relationships in 15, 30, 40 minute Zoom calls are really difficult to, to foster. Well, they're, look, they're, they're, they're capturing data with every video interaction. Like, and it's like, it's the desensitizing and, and then is it going to get to a point where, I mean, it's like straight up virtual, no human connection interaction. Like you can see it all over the place. It's I don't know. We're going to be doing business in the metaverse and I'll just be standing in your office as a hologram, Chris. And, 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 and then I'll make myself a foot taller and a couple of <laughs> you know, like, well, then what's real? I literally, my business is named authentic. And I, I just, you know, maybe I sound like an old fuddy-duddy who's, a, no. you know, resistant to change, but, but I'm not like, I truly do. I really appreciate um, the new opportunities that have been presented through technology and virtual connection, because our business has um, expanded nationally at a pace that I could not have. Yeah. yeah. Our way well, through, right. You, you listen, we're entrepreneurs, right? We're flexible. We <laughs> should be flexible. We yeah. should be able to adapt. Right. To yes. Market conditions and, and to your point earlier, those that don't aren't here. Hey, podcast listeners, System and Soul coach Chris Ames here. I want to share a tip with you today as I work with clients to help them gain clarity and control. Have you ever stumbled upon a principle that resonated so purely with your internal being that you realize it was embedded in your subconscious long before your vocabulary caught up? If you're like me, you probably had this moment a few times in your life. And when you did, you were struck with a sense of um, awe. And in those moments, both your subconscious and your conscious mind high-fived each other uh, in a euphoric, dopamine-filled hug. Uh, here's a profound example from my life. And I don't even remember where or when I ran into this phrase, but it's been living in my head rent-free ever since. First, we build our habits. And then our habits build us. Now, if you were literally physically sitting with me right now, you'd see me sit back in my seat and take a sip of coffee while I let this truth wash over both of us. 
As an axiom, it sits in the envious intersection of strategy and tactics. It's broad and strategic enough to apply to a myriad of contexts, but it's specific and tactical enough to challenge the beholder to take action regardless of the context in which it's being used. Think about it. First we build our habits, then our habits build us. Now the sobering reality is this is true for both good and bad habits. I'm sure it's not a stretch to assume that we all at one point developed bad habits responsible for building parts of our lives that we regret. The axiom doesn't care. It doesn't care if it's used for good or bad. Put good in, get good out. Put bad in, buckle up, y'all. Much like compound interest, it can either work for you or against you. The choice is yours. One of the things that drew me to the system and soul business framework is how well it fits at the intersection of both strategy and tactics. And it does it by leveraging organizational habit building. Like the notion that building a personal habit is an investment in a successful version of you, building business habits can help build successful businesses. The cadences, routines, and common practices that an organization expresses will ultimately build the company in a direction. Problem is that most small and medium-sized companies are too engaged in the day-to-day operation of the business to step above the fray and become intentional about the direction internal corporate habits are taking them. The organization needs to change course, but it keeps rumbling along like it always has, making small pivots that result in marginal growth at best or instability and stagnation at worst. But it doesn't have to be this way. The key to unlocking healthy, stable growth, fueled by organizational change, is to have a winning plan and a coach to lead the executive team through it. As leaders, it is possible to go back and rebuild your habits so that your habits can build you. The system and soul framework aligns both the system, the processes, and the soul, the people of a business. But that's just part of the winning formula. We also offer a system and soul coach to walk companies through the first two critical years of the journey. First, you build your habits, then your habits build you. You know this now. You probably knew it before, but your conscious and subconscious minds are in sync. So, what are you going to do about it? I'm Chris Ames, and this has been your coaching tip. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Well, listen, I've got one, I've got one more thing that I wrote down. Uh, I wrote down, um, we're in a world of contradiction. So that was a good segue to this, this one. Um, What, what are you, what, what do you, what contradictions are you seeing out there? Uh, This is one that I, I wrestle with daily because I want to believe that if I just show up in the world and shine my light and I'm kind to others and I'm fair and I, you know, everything is going to work out. And I, I truly believe that I can find common ground with almost anybody Um, And and I wish the world operated that way, but that's not our world. And technology has brought about a lot of benefits, but it's also created a lot of opportunity to bifurcate our relationships and create divisions and fracture points that didn't, don't need to be there. Um, And as a result, it's like we're our our culture and, and we're striving so hard to find the truth and define the truth that it's creating a lot of contradictions in the world. And one that I was recently thinking about Um, after a conversation with my team about diversity and how much it matters to us at Authentic Brand is, you know, I happen to be a woman who's a founder and a CEO, and um, I'm proud of all those attributes of my story. Um, But you can look at the world. 
Thank you. I mean, you can look at the world and it's like, on one hand, we want to celebrate women in leadership and we should, right? Like XYZ corporation just appoints their first female CEO ever. Like that's a cause for celebration. But on the other hand, there are a lot of women um, who would also say, don't call me a female CEO, call me a CEO. I've earned that title just like anyone else, right? And they're both true. Like those are both two truths which could look like they're in opposition and create a contradiction. Like, let's make sure we promote and talk about female CEOs, but let's not talk about them as female CEOs. Where am I supposed to stand on that line? Is it okay for me to say that's both true for me? They're both true. And I just want to acknowledge that there's contradiction there that makes it hard for someone to stand in their truth and feel confident about it because the cancel culture wants to eat you up, wants to find a wedge and, and push into it where yeah. there doesn't need to be a wedge. And I, I invite the people who have different views on the world and have had a different human experience from me. And I know you do too, like enter my world and let's have discourse and let's get to yeah. know each other and let's build a relationship and let's trust each other and respect one another for all the things that are different in our experiences, because that's how we learn and grow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a leadership training program with uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Scott, Mann. I've had him on the, the podcast before multiple times. Uh, he is a client, but uh, I'm, I'm also his client in, in his leadership training program. And, you know, his role as a special force green beret was, you know, parachute in to an indigenous population, establish contact and then build trust, mm-hmm. build rapport. Um, and uh, uh, make that human connection, right? Because they are there to help as special force unit, but they also want to empower them to help themselves. So there's dialogue and that right. conversation. One of the things that he talks about, especially with social media, along the lines of what you're talking about, is it just creates this, it's just, it, it's, the division is so deep. and you get these mouth breathers just spitting off crap. And it's like, oh my God, like, when are we going? We're all human beings. Mm-hmm. We all seek peace. I believe that, like, yeah, sociopaths, and we have the extremes, but <laughs> most people, we don't want confrontation. We want harmony. Right. And the only way to do that is through an open dialogue. Yes. The willingness to have an open dialogue around yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And why do we, why does everything got to be divided? Yeah. It's, it's tearing everything apart. We, we yeah. don't need to go down it's that. Not logical. It's not logical. It's not and logical. I'm a person of faith and I see a bigger picture above what's happening right. at ground level. And, and so my heart goes out to the people who are part of the division, who are part of the cancel culture. Like, everybody's looking for their place in the world and their voice in the world and their people, right? Like, and it, and social media is not helping us connect. It has its attributes. I use it prolifically in my business. I I see the good that it can do. And then I see the harm that it can do. And, um, you know, we all just have to take responsibility for our own selves. Right. And, 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 I had to shut my mouth um, and and tell myself to do life a little differently on social media in the past couple of years because right. I didn't want to lose people I actually love, people I truly love when I don't agree with them. 
Yeah, and 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 why does the disagreement have to be? Why does that little disagreement have to turn into the great divide? Yeah, it doesn't have to. No. But but the thing with relationships is if one person opts out, then there's no relationship. And so no, you know, right. knowing what we can control and influence, and then letting go of what we can't. Um, that that is the mastery of life, isn't it? But is I haven't achieved it. <laughs> I haven't well, achieved. But that's why it's called a it's a path to mastery. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, listen. This I just want to recap for our listeners. If, if if you're a note taker, you know we talked about the recalibration of going to market, mm-hmm. finding your trade offs, and then you know the world of contradictions. Those three great topics. Um, our time is up. I knew it was going to go by fast, but man, I just wanted to circle back and talk about the the podcast. And again, for those of you who haven't caught it yet, you, Jennifer was a guest host, six, uh, six uh, recordings uh, with six different topics, a lot of good stuff out there. So I encourage you to go listen to them if you haven't. And hopefully today, just our recap, you pulled a nugget or two out that, uh, made you pause and think, because that's what we're trying to do here at System Install. So Jennifer, thanks again for uh, just just your support and everything at System Install and sharing your wisdom and knowledge. We truly appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to having you back real soon. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share your virtual uh, living room again today. So I hope to meet you in person sometime soon. (laughs) (laughs) We got to make that happen. Got to make it happen. How about Florida, not Minnesota? Uh, (laughs) I'm down with that. Come to Florida. All right, Jennifer, thank you.